you've been searching for that something, welcome my friend. Come on in and spend time with women just like us who come together to unlock true success and potential in our hearts, lives, and calling. I do know what it feels like to just want it all, to be ready to scale, to want to have that work-life balance, more authentic relationships, but then feeling stuck, second-guessing, imperfectionism, people-pleasing, just to list a few. I want you to understand that it is not about our ability to manage a busy life. I want to help you recognize that there's so much more to becoming a fulfilled, successful, purpose-fueled woman. And it can be simple. Let's do this. Let's walk this journey. Let's step into your hidden confidence. Welcome to Her Unapologetic Life. Hey there, welcome back to Her Unapologetic Life. We are episode 63 and we are headed into October over here by me it is turning to fall and i do love this time of year and we are shifting a little bit here in the group towards another cousin to self-doubt and it is indecision right i don't know about you but i definitely sit on the fence of indecision a lot longer than i would hope for so today i thought it'd be great to bring on a guest to talk about indecision somebody who is also a recovering people pleaser like me and who is also um someone who i've been get, getting to spend a lot of time with uh, I've, got, I've had a lot of healing with her as my mentor her name is bron lee and she's founder of star which i've been talking about a lot lately it's the storyteller alchemy rapid recode what I also likened to is the spiritual EMDR. Went through the process with last year with her as my guide, and I was also trained now and certified to be a guide. And so I thought, what what a better person to, to bring on for the episode right before the doors close to, to that group experience I've been offering to you. So two things today. We're going to really talk about indecision from a place um, of our past experiences and things that affect us, but then also talking a little bit more about STAR. Um, I'm finding that when others talk about STAR, sometimes they say it a little more clearly or in a different way. So I love that Bron came on and spent some time. Uh, you don't want to miss this because she has some really valuable information in how to deal with your indecision. Um, and so it's just, it's just really valuable and a lot of fun. I always have a lot of fun when I get to talk with her. So without further ado, let's get to the interview with Bron. Okay, so we are here live, Bron and I from Michigan, and what part of Australia again, Bron? Uh, from Queensland, Australia. Yeah. Sunny Queensland. Yay! I know, I always think about that. We're going into autumn, and I always feel a little tinge of jealousy that my Australian friends are going into spring, but I do love autumn. So we are here, and we are, yeah, we're headed into a new month, and Bron, I do monthly themes, um, and we're hitting in the month of indecision, because it's a huge roadblock self-sabotage, usually fueled by our inner critic, right? So this is something that we talked about self-doubt last month and indecision is kind of like part of all of that. And so I wanted to, you know, it was twofold. It was talking about decision-making and a little bit about the STAR process and how that has you know, impacted my own life in my own decision-making. Um, and, uh, you know, some women are listening here who have been thinking about um, f coming on with me to do the star um, experience. So, yeah. So, Brown, why don't you just tell us a little bit about um, how? Well, I mean, where do we start? Do we start with like me and my issue, <laughs> or do we start <laughs> you and your with issue. You telling a little bit more about star in a different way than I have? What sounds good? Oh, um, look, I'm I'm happy to do both. I mean, I guess I can talk a little bit about 
the star uh, method in terms of your issue, even as you <laughs> like to call it. I, I'm just calling it that because you're calling it that. Your previous issue, let's put it that way. Yes. Um, yeah. And thank you for inviting me to talk about this topic. It's actually one that I'm looking into quite significantly at the moment myself uh, around decision making. So I guess. Uh, STAR came about just quickly um, through my own experience as a complex trauma specialist. Uh, I had been doing complex trauma therapy with clients one-on-one -on -one for a number of years, uh, for four or so years before STAR um, became a thing. Uh, STAR stands for Storyteller Alchemy Rapid Recoding, in case anyone is wondering. Um, and what that uh, essentially means is that we take the past stories that have shaped a person's paradigm uh, and our paradigm uh, might be throwing a few words around here that uh, I'll explain but you know a paradigm is really um, what we grow up to believe about ourselves what we grow up to believe is true about who we are it's all of the stories of our past the things that shape us uh, and the things that cause us to have certain beliefs about who I am as a person. So that's really our paradigm. And from our paradigm, we create our reality. So our beliefs actually create our reality. Uh, and what happens is we get stuck in these paradigms, especially when we've had any sort of distressing events in our life. A lot of people think trauma has to be big trauma. It has to be, you know, something dreadful physical that happens to us or we witness something like that or you know we come back from a war and that's what people associate trauma with however trauma is actually what establishes in our body it's the residual energy from the experiences that we've lived and it doesn't have to be you know i had a friend who was a psychologist and she used to say um everyone's pain is is perspective right it's all perspective uh someone can break a nail and be you know heartbroken uh, and someone can go through some really serious stuff and seemingly be okay. So we have different levels of resilience, again, based on our paradigm, based on what we believe about ourselves. Uh, and what STAR seeks to do is take us out of the paradigm and allow us to connect with our authentic self. Uh, we disconnect from our authentic self at an early age due to this compounding trauma that we carry with us and various aspects of our, of our paradigm. Uh, and really STAR is about empowering us, changing the story of that, taking the charge out that we might still be sitting in the emotion of it, the grief, the anger, the shame, the fear, whatever we're sitting in from our past. Uh, transmuting all of that energy into our power and potential because at heart and soul we are limitless potential we are incredibly powerful we have everything we need within us to heal and to create our best divine on purpose life yeah so that's kind of star in a nutshell uh it's it's a method that we use to empower and uh, really put people in a place where we're not just resolving the trauma for them. And trauma resolution looks like, you know, resolution of various symptoms that we might be experiencing, um, you know, uh, mental illness, anxiety, depression, stress, uh, as well as physical pain, physical illness. These are all symptoms of residual trauma in our body. So when we begin to resolve that, we actually resolve 
uh, a lot of those experiences and we reconnect at the same time with our authentic self. So we really expand on that with STAR and allow the person to explore that too. Yeah. And for those who've been listening to my podcast for a while, know that all of this aligns so well with what I love to live into and I love to teach. And that's why, um, so Brad, I met a long time ago in a mastermind and, um, you know, got connected and I worked with Brad in the past. And then when this came along and she shared with me her entire download, uh, it was just like, Ooh, this is really, really cool. This is something my clients need because I've already been on the journey and doing, I was doing some things and I was trained in EMDR, wasn't using it much, but was trying to get more into the, into the whole person. Right. And so when Bran explained this to me, I was like, Ooh, I really need this. But, you know, as a lifelong learner over committer, I was just a little bit burned out and I was a little hesitant. And so I was very indecisive was where it came to. And Part of it was I didn't want to just do it because of FOMO. I didn't want to do it because I love Bran or because I thought my, only my clients needed it, you know, because I had to go through the process first. And so we had, what, three conversations where I was fence sitting to the point where you said, what did you say? I'm going to need a splinter. <laughs> Something. Yeah, yeah. This, uh, this splinter's in the uh, butt reference yes, yes. that I made. My listeners are very similar to me. Like they, they want to make sure things are sound. And what happens when we stay in a decision though, is we're kind of stuck in those old stories that you were talking about. And it's actually a decision is I feel like a result of some sort of unresolved trauma and, and it, it, keep, it, is, it kind of is that cyclical thing. And so, um, for the women who struggle with that, which I believe a lot of us do, it's really valid to look at as, hmm, do I really want to resolve this? Do I want to become that decisive, confident woman that I kind of sometimes can see glimpses of? Yeah, and so Star came along and yeah, went through that whole journey uh, with a, a bunch of other women, you know, and we all, you know, they heard from Kath just a week or two ago. And so hearing, you know, what's going on with that. And um, so I wanted to bring you on because of course you are the founder of Star Method, but also because you're a recovering people pleaser like me, like many of our listeners. Right. And, yes. and, you know, I've been talking about, you know, taking steps to invest in self with my, with my people for a long time and really digging in deeper than just kind of entertaining the idea of feeling better or not, you know, not, not like, you know, kind of just dabbling with setting boundaries, dabbling with saying no or whatever the things are. So just curious, like how, like what, I don't use the word advice, but what words you have for uh, like the women who are listening that maybe on the, you know, the fence for something like star method or the fence for stepping into their power and being more authentic. Like what are some thoughts maybe that We'll get them thinking because you're so good at those. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Mercedes. Um, yeah, look, I, I think really what it comes down to is you're absolutely right about, you know, when you're not making a decision, you are actually making, that's a decision in itself. It's, it's indecision, right? So it is an active decision. It's um, you're just being active in a different way around your decision making and like you said you know uh it's the old stories right we're anchored into the old stories 
And often we are trying to resolve things in our life. Okay, let's take an obvious example that, you know, most people would consider a priority, I think, for them is money. Okay, um, we talk about, you know, creating wealth and all of that sort of thing. Um, but or, or let's say, let's actually make a tangible goal. So um what can we pick let's say i want to buy a a house right mm -hmm. uh or something like that now what most people will do is say um you know i really want to buy a house but where would the money come from i don't quite have i don't have a deposit i don't have this so what we actually do is we make decisions based on what we already know to be true for us Often, you know, if we're making a decision that we want more money, if we want to earn a million dollars a year and at the moment we're earning $30,000 a year, you know, we might go, well, I don't really know how I'm going to get to that million dollars a year. And then rather than just deciding I am going to be someone who earns a million dollars a year and committing to that and then following the path that takes you there, once you make that commitment, this is the thing, when we make the decision and we commit to it, and we, we it, nothing else is a possibility, we will not entertain any other possibility, right? But often we make the decision from the paradigm, the old paradigm, and what we know to be true for us now. I'm only earning $30,000 a year. Um, there's no way that I'm gonna get to a million dollars a year unless I do. Now, how am I gonna do that? So then instead of focusing on the outcome, we focus on all of the little steps that we might need to take in between. And we get all stressed out by all the things that we start to accumulate on our to-do list. And then we procrastinate over it. And it's like, well, you know, maybe next year I'll be the million dollar earner, maybe next year, right? Because it all looks too hard because we've gone into this just rational, logical process rather than stepping into and committing to the outcome because the outcome seems like a fantasy right it's and, and if you ask people around you which often we do especially chronic people pleasers right we want everybody's opinion we want to make sure everyone's on the same page everyone approves of our next step Everyone's um, so we'll, yes, everyone's comfortable with that. Are you okay with that? I'm not step overstepping my boundaries. Again, we can see the paradigms coming into play. You know, the, the belief system that chronic people pleasers work with is, um, you know, uh, I, I'm not good enough. Um, you know, I need to be perfect. Uh, you know, uh, it's, I need to control everything. I'm not um, capable. I'm not cap yeah, I'm not capable. I'm a fraud. A lot of the time, you know, people will feel that they, they are not valid and relevant uh, in and unto themselves. And it's really, again, just because we're not connected to our authentic self mm -hmm. um, and our highest self. So we're making these decisions from the paradigm, the old paradigm, the old stories. So we're making decisions about our current reality based on our past experience, essentially. Yeah. Um, or not making decisions, right, because it's too hard. Or checking in with, you know, 20 people, including, you know, Joe Blow down the road, um, who may not even know us, but we want them to validate what we're contemplating. Um, because we often we are not very good at self-validation, especially people pleasers. Again, not good at self-validation. We tend to invalidate ourselves 
um, again, through the paradigm and the process of, of that forming uh, early in childhood. That's a whole other conversation for a whole other day. Uh, but, you know, the, the bottom line being, uh, there was a, um, an instance, I heard about this just recently, uh, of I don't know how many people listening would know Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich. Mm -hmm. um, and interestingly, I think we were both introduced to that book through the same coaching experience. The same I was chuckling a bit over here because yes, I, I got a lot of good book referrals from, and, and we did and a few other people from that. Group. <laughs> That's right. So some good things came out of that, right? right. Um, so this is an instance where, you know, we made this decision and I'll, I'll talk about that in a minute. I won't segue too much, but you know, the Napoleon Hill talks about how the entire trajectory of his life changed and he uh, went on to change many, many lives and create many, many millionaires, still to this day is doing so with his teachings, uh, you know, even though he's passed. And he talks about meeting Andrew Carnegie, who was like the big rich dude. Mm -hmm. um, he went and interviewed him uh, as a journalist at the time. And uh, Andrew Carnegie basically invited Napoleon Hill back to stay with him for a few days and he taught him everything he knew. Uh, and then he said to him at the end of the three days, I am going to make you an offer right now and I want you to make a decision about that offer. Um, you know, once, once I've made it, to you and, and tell me what your decision will be. And Andrew Carnegie without Napoleon Hill knowing started a stopwatch that he had hidden and he was giving Napoleon Hill 60 seconds. He didn't tell him, he was timing him and he wanted to make that decision within 60 seconds. And it was, um, Essentially, he said, you know, I want you to come and do this work with me. He wanted him to write a book uh, with him. I want you to come and do this work with me. I can't guarantee you it's going to pay dividends at the end of it, um, but it will change your life, right? Basically, that was it, not verbatim. Uh, and Napoleon Hill said yes within 29 seconds to that offer. So, you know, when we are making decisions aligned with our highest good, we can make decisions within that amount of time, in the moment. We don't need to go and check with everybody else because we are internally checking with our own highest self, which knows what is right for us. And of course, this is the beauty of doing something like STAR. We don't default back into old paradigms and make all of our decisions and choices from there. We remain present in the moment and we can connect in with our higher self, what we call it through star is super conscious. You can call it whatever you like. You can call it the divine self, the God self, the higher self, the infinite intelligent wisdom that we are all a part of and connected into. And by the way, this isn't just woo woo. Uh, this is actually science, right? So this is hard and fast science, uh, quantum physics. We know that we are connected to We are uh able to tap into any kind of uh resonance and frequency that this universe has out there yeah so we can tap into the frequency of i am earning a million dollars a year mm -hmm. even if we're only earning thirty thousand dollars at that point and that is our current reality mm -hmm. 
we tap into the frequency of I am earning a million dollars a year and what does my life look like? Who am I then? Who am I becoming? Who is the person who is earning that million dollars a year? What is she doing? Where is she going? You know, um, what does it mean to her? Uh, when we tap into the vibration and the frequency of it, the outcome is virtually assured. And when we commit to the outcome, then it's absolutely assured. Yeah. Uh, it's just making that commitment, regardless of what information we have in front of us at the time. Well, yeah, and I think we often think about making decisions and commitments from the place of ego, which I talk about a lot as well. And that's where we have fear. And I think about the, you know, it's our humanity, right? So it's the frequency that doesn't help us make decisions. And what you're talking about is accessing the frequency that, I'm, and I've talked about this, you know, within different podcasts, of, you know, the higher frequency of love, of courage, of, you know, it just keeps going and decision and confidence and living as if we are our full potential are way up there on the list. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Absolutely. that's where like star, I mean, it took me a while to decide to experience star, but once I did, I realized that I was making that decision from my past experiences, right? absolutely yeah. yeah 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 and i mean if you consider our higher self our god self being the universal self there are no limitations you know our that higher part of us doesn't put those limitations on us it doesn't you know it's pure love pure acceptance that's all it holds for us and it knows that we are limitless so it is only the ego and of course we spoke about the paradigm which forms in our unconscious mind uh, and the ego and unconscious work together you know, I was talking about this uh, yesterday, actually, in a, in a star training and saying what it is, is when we're making the decisions, who's driving the minivan, right? <laughs> if you think about it as like the people mover, uh, who's driving the people mover around to determine where you're going uh, and what direction you're taking. And obviously our decisions take us in certain directions and down certain pathways. And what often happens is, you know, we become disconnected from our higher self and our, our super conscious self uh, through various processes, as we've spoken about, and the paradigm itself that, that we grow up in. Uh, you know, we're taught not to fantasize, don't daydream, all of these things. That's connection to the higher self. You know, that's the imagination that is connected to the higher self. Um, so all of that sort of shut down. And then what happens is that conscious and ego, you know, end up kind of driving around you know, on, on these known and trusted roads and they won't deviate onto any other road. You know, they're like, no, we're not going to go down there. Goodness knows what might be down there. We want to stay here where it's safe. And even if there's a contemplation of taking another path, or even if we start to go down that road, at some point, ego and unconscious will go, uh-uh, this doesn't look safe for us. This isn't what we know. And it will pull us back onto that known and trusted road. And so we end up sort of repeating, you know, it's like seeing the same scenery over and over again, experiencing the same stuff over and over again. Yeah. When we put super conscious in the driver's seat, right, then it's like uh, we put, I, I say to people, it's like having super conscious in the driver's seat and then you've got unconscious in the back kind of still, you know, taking it all in and then you've got ego right in the back, you know, kicking back and just enjoying the view. Yeah. Not constantly feeling unsafe you know feeling safe enough to just sit back and enjoy the view because i know 
that this part of me that knows what is best for me is in the driver's seat right now. Mm -hmm. And not only does it know what's best for me, it knows what is in alignment with my highest purpose, with my highest service on the planet, uh, with what I am here to share with people. And so that is what my higher self wants to create and wants to share with the world. So when we step back and allow that to happen, our decisions then, even though they might be scary, and you've got to remember any good decision that creates a monumental outcome requires discomfort. Mm -hmm. It requires us to push the boundaries of the paradigm and step out of what we know to be true for us and into an unknown. And for ego and unconscious, that's a very scary proposition. Um, For super conscious, it's like, yes, let's do it. There's growth ahead. There's expansion ahead. There's evolution ahead. And so, you know, we want to be making decisions that are going to challenge us a little bit, that are going to take us out of our comfort zone. And even that decision that both of us made, Mercedes, that brought us together, right? Now, when I made that decision, I had no money. I'd already made decisions that had caused me to be bankrupt. Um, You know, I'd made decisions that had caused me to be very sick in my life. Uh, I had chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, as you know, all of those things. Um, Lots of anxiety, uh, postnatal depression. I was a bit of a mess. Um, You know, and that was based on all of the decisions that I had made up until that point in my life that, and those decisions being based on my old paradigm and belief system and unconscious uh, programming. Mm -hmm. So, you know, stepping out of that and into that decision again, people might've gone, Oh, that was a, that was a risky decision, right? That I, I invested a lot of money, as you know, it was a lot of money. And for me here in Australia, I think it was something like, I don't know, 12 or 13K, I didn't have that money. Yeah, like I did not have that money just sitting there. Um, But I decided and I committed because I knew at that point something was nudging me. Something was poking at me and going, you know what, you have to commit. And this is is scary, yes. And looking at your current circumstances, God knows how you're going to pull this off, girl. But you need to commit. And I did. And on that call, I went, yep, I'm going to do it. I put a deposit down again that I couldn't afford. I think it was like the last bit of chunk of money we had in our account. And, you know, I said to my partner, I'm going to do this. And he's looking at me like, you've lost your mind. (laughs) Um, But, you know, I'd already been through uh, some work on myself. I'd already resolved some trauma at that point. So I was able to step into that decision. Thank goodness. Um, And I've made a few of those decisions in my life that have resulted in disastrous outcomes in one respect, Mm -hmm. but in also, you know, the growth, Mm -hmm. you know, I've made decisions that that caused me to go bankrupt, but the growth from that experience, the learning from that experience, um, you know, all of it, this is what a good decision is. It's not just about that, that place we're going. It's about all of the things that we're going to learn and all of the ways that we're going to grow on the journey to get there. Yeah. I had the same thing. I mean, I think within that actual mastermind, I I was kind of in distress and didn't think I was learning what I needed, but it was the first big decision I made for myself, the big 
the first big financial investment I made, which led to other investments, which led to other things. And of course, you know, I met you there too, which was, there were a lot of great, great practitioners in that group um, who also felt the nudge. So yeah, it's interesting how, if we reflect back, a lot of those decisions, you know, aren't perfect, of course, um, but they're part of our growth. And I think too, every, I always talk about rounding the next bend when we're going to expand and have expansion, we're going to have some more discomfort because we're about ready to have a quantum leap. And I think my clients and my listeners are women who are wanting, like they're already like engaged, right? They're already high achievers. They're already probably leading a team or starting their own business, even if they don't give themselves credit for it. So they're like, they're ready for something. And uh, so I, you know, that's why I also went out searching after starting these masterminds. Like I need something more to, in my life to heal and to grow and then to also help my clients do that. I mean, I did talk therapy for many years very effectively, but I was always incorporating something more like sand tray, vision board, um, you know, inner counselor, which is all things that lead to, you know, where I am today and, um, you know, always wanting more. So yeah, we, and then we get to star and I made that decision and, uh, you know, my own living testimony, like I just said to you is 2020 was, you know, I was like, wow, going through this during, you know, during lockdown, whatnot, um, prepared me though for this year. And as we know, especially right now in Australia, things, I mean, we're, we're facing some things over here too, but having these things in our lives, it's just, it creates that um, rhythm and flow. Like it doesn't necessarily matter where the collective energy is. We, no. have, we, we have the inner knowing, you know, and, and the loss that I've experienced recently Mm-hmm. we were talking about that too before and it's it's hard to explain but it's it's just like i'm i'm comfortable with me in yeah in grief in happiness in anger now which is huge you know um in people who've triggered me in the past and who no longer do or if they do i know what's what and i address it you know so um i think when we make decisions like this i guess what i'm trying to say is we make them for ourselves but then the ripple effect is everything around us you know, absolutely. Talk a little about that—the ripple effect of our inner knowing and peace, and how that expands out. Absolutely. Sorry, it froze just <laughs> froze just for a minute there. Um, yeah. Look, you know, uh, oh, I'd love to talk about that because this is one of the things that I feel as women, especially, we are being asked to look at now. You know, when you're talking about those women leaders and standing in their power and and claiming their power, I think that's one of the big, big things that we are being asked to do with this collective shift that's going on at the moment. You know, our world will never be the same. And we know this now, especially when you live in Australia, uh, we can't look at what's going on and think that it's ever going to be the same. And indeed, I think Globally, we can't look at what has gone on over the last, you know, 18 months, two years almost, and conceive of the world being the same. And in some respects, I don't necessarily think that it should be because if anything, this is showing us all of the cracks, right? All of the cracks in the foundation of the way that we have been living for a very long time and how it is not working for us. You know, this the sense of separation and isolation has been so sort of compounded recently um, because that's where we've been heading is this you know living very separately and and we are we're a species that requires connection we are hardwired for connection especially when it comes to things like our own healing 
um, you know, and living our purpose, we, we need to do that alongside other people. So, uh, and for women, I think we're being called to really now step out at the front, at the forefront of what's going on. And regardless, again, this is where it comes in, right? Because it can be very hard for people to make decisions, especially in this climate, right? There's so much uncertainty. There's so much fear. People are like, well, what if I make that decision? Because I don't know, you know, do I need to base that decision on whether this is going to be the same or the economy is going to do this or that's going to happen? Or, you know, what do I take into account? When we're trying to control all these external circumstances, again, we're, we're deciding from the paradigm. So when you instead make decisions not just based on the information at hand but based on the information inside of you what your gut is telling you what your heart is telling you what your mind and your thoughts are telling you then you can start to really step into that leadership role and create you're creating something new we are being asked now to make decisions that are very out of our comfort zone because we need to, um, you know, step out and, and lead, right? We need to lead the way to the world that we want to see. It's not going to happen by us sort of sitting back and waiting for all of these circumstances to come together and favour us or favour our path. We must walk the path and everything around us will then fall into place. So it's almost like doing the opposite of what you, you know, might feel very counterintuitive at the moment to go, well, you know what, I'm starting a million dollar business, uh, even though it looks like the whole world's falling apart and, you know, everything else. I mean, the amount of people that I've had say to me um, things like, well, you know, I'd love to, um, you know, have my own healing business or something, but are people going to be able to pay me? Because no one's got any money. I mean, see, these are the things that are going around in the collective paradigm at the moment. And this is a sort of uh, thinking that you need to step away from and out of when you are making the decision to go for whatever it is you're going for. And if you are deciding that you are a leader at this time, you are needed. It's because you are needed and you are meant to be leading others to into this new world that we are creating. And we all have the capacity to contribute to that new world we all are contributing to that new world. Mm -hmm. We are all part of building that new world. So it's, well, how do you want to contribute? How do you want to build it? Uh, what sort of leader do you want to be? You know, and that is the ripple effect when we start to think about our own actions, our own choices and our own decisions. I often say to people, if you can't get out of your own way for your own sake, get out of your own way for someone else's. Yeah. right whether it's your kids whether it's your family uh whether it's the people you serve on a bigger level um you know you think about all of the people who have taken risks who have uh, made difficult decisions where people probably laughed at them they shunned them and now you know if they hadn't have made those decisions we'd probably be sitting back in a cave right <laughs> like grunting at one another you know, the guy who invented fire, all of the others were probably sitting around going, come on, that's not going to work. You know, the guy who invented cars, someone said to him, no one will ever want those, you know, like, why would you bother? Um, <laughs> that won't take off. Yeah. Uh, you know, there are many, many things, the Wright brothers, you know, that people have laughed at. We're going to fly a plane. Yeah, right. Um you know, it is those I mean, decisions. Look at Zoom. I mean, even with Zoom, like you and I were completely right. hospital with Zoom prior prior to everyone needing it. And I, I, I what I've noticed because I like to look around is 
I used to kind of, I used to have that paradigm, you know, like, oh, I don't need more. I have enough. And I'm still working through some of that. You know, I can withhold. But the problem is when we wait and when we sit in a decision and we're withholding, we're actually then withholding that energy from the world. And there's plenty Correct. of abundance in the world. I mean, it's, it might be polarized right now. You know, you can see where it is. But if we're not, if we're like holding on tight, we're contributing to it. And I think I'm, I'm kind of to that point where it's like when I make my decisions, I want to see, am I, am I contributing to what I don't like about the world or am I expanding so that the people around me? And I think um, I feel blessed to be around a lot of women like you because there's so many of us who are expanding. You know, I kind of think of like butterflies, you know, we're, we're spreading our wings and we're, we're here in our own way. And um, yeah, so that's, I mean, I love to encourage that because I was once very like, Oh, I have to restrict. And you know, um, living a restrictive life is not any fun. And in fact, it, especially in this climate, it might be a challenge to expand um, when we want to, you know, um, kind of hunker down. Uh, but it's possible. And I think when we hang out in these circles, we're able to do that, you know, looking for our people, looking for the, our tribe, right? And so, yeah, yeah. So I kind of want a little, little thing there. But so in closing, is there anything else in our discussion or, you know, you know, my heart when it comes to star and when it comes to working with women, Oh, like anything else that you'd like to just say about star or about, you know, anything we've talked about today as we wrap up. <laughs> Sorry, Mercedes, it just started to freeze and lag a little bit. <laughs> I know. So yeah, to the listeners, my family has just gotten home and I'm sure they're all deciding to get on their favorite device. Um, hope you didn't hear the chaos in the background. Um, but so I, what I was saying, I'll just repeat and we can, you know, see where it goes. It's just a closing thoughts. Um, just something that, you know, um, is on your mind or heart and it, about, you know, either star or about our conversation really. Oh, well, I think, you know, it goes hand in hand. I mean, I would say to people, if you have been, you know, your listeners and, and I know, you know, many of your listeners are those women who are obviously looking at stepping out, seeking different pathways to further empower themselves and, and realise their potential. Uh, and I would, you know, just say, do it, make the decision, commit to it, you know, uh, don't, don't kind of, regardless of what it is, you know, whether whether you're contemplating doing something like STAR method or any other form of healing or, you know, just something, if there's that voice inside you, if there is that thing that is compelling you to go, you know what, I just think there's something else and there's something more for me and you're not sure what it is, just make one, that's all you need to do, just that, that one um one step, one decision, you know, and, and everything else is not a possibility. So, you know, whether you're kind of sitting there going, well, I've got the money to invest in my own healing and I want to do that, but I'm not sure, or, um, you know, I'm not sure where the money's going to come from, whatever your circumstances, if something like star or if something else is speaking to you, feels right for you, working with Mercedes in some way, working with a, a mentor or a coach, um, because again, like I was saying, we're hardwired for connection. You know, a lot of people will go, oh yeah, I'd love to do that. I'll just go and do, you know, I'll read a book or something like that. Mm -hmm. The, the 
you know, every time I have expanded significantly, I have invested in myself, um, you know, through the form of somebody else that I can connect with, that I resonate with, uh, who is going, sorry, I've got elephants running around upstairs. <laughs> it's just children, but it sounds like elephants. Um, you know, I've always invested and uh, in, in mentors and coaches and things uh, and my own healing uh, as well to to work with other people because as much as we can we can only go so far on our own uh, i'm very blessed now to be surrounded by a community of beautiful community of women who are leaders and who are very powerful uh, and that goes a long long way as well to uh, furthering our own success and our own journey uh, and our own growth and expansion but yeah i would just say you know if you're feeling that thing inside of you Make the decision and commit to whatever it is that you want right now. Um, you know, if you want a better job, if you want a better relationship, if you want, you know, whatever it is, um, more money, a new house, a new whatever, I don't care what it is, whatever you want, you know, what is the step that is going to get you there, the next step? Decide that that is what you want and there is no other possibility and then take imperfect action. Don't worry about whether all of the things line up. Um, just take action because then you are saying to the universe, it's almost like putting yourself out ahead and going, I know this is the outcome mm -hmm. and I know I'm supported in getting to that outcome. So I'm going to trust and I'm going to just take the steps as they present and unfold uh, trusting that that's where I'm going to get. Doesn't matter what comes up. Doesn't matter where I am now. I know that's where I'm heading, and I know that's the outcome that I'm guaranteeing because I'm a hundred percent committed to it. So yeah, um, and of course Mercedes is amazing to work with. So and I've seen uh, how you've woven Star into you know a beautiful uh, sort of leadership uh, program as well for women, which is amazing, um, and. Yeah, I know what Star can do for women. I've seen what it's done for many, many women. Uh, and yeah, it's um, the, the power that people gain when they, you know, realise that there is so much more to them than what they've been living. Um, you know, there is so much more than you've already learnt about yourself. There is so much more to go. Uh, you know, the trajectory is limitless and yeah, uh, fast track yeah, for sure. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I yeah. encourage everybody to, uh, to look into that for themselves. Yes. Yeah. And, and before you know it, I, what I love is like looking back and reflection to like, whoa, this is where I am. And really that overall inner feeling that just, yeah, you can't really describe. And so yes. you, you did describe Star very eloquently, and I appreciate that because I, I always try to find the right words, but I get kind of excited and in my, in my fun. So thanks for coming today. Thanks for talking. I'm sure you'll be back. And I'm going to put in the show notes where you can find Bron, but she has a beautiful community where I'm in the community, the practitioners are in the community, and it's a place for you to learn and to grow as well. So I'll put that in there too. Um, and then I'll ask you, Ron, too, if there's any more places. But thank you for your time. And I will talk to you ladies all next week. Hey there. Thanks for listening, my friend. If you like the podcast today, please stop by and leave me a review. I am new to the podcast world and would so appreciate it. If any of your friends, ladies who support you, or your team would like to hear this, please send them my way, will you? 
It truly takes a village. And I need help getting the message out that we can be that girl. That girl who lives her unapologetic life. Would you join me in the ripple effect? Look for other places to hang out with me and my tribe in the show notes. Until next time.